0: And join us now as we explore God's Holy Word.
1: Thanks for joining me. Good to be here today. Welcome to the cafe. Today we are diving into the book of Proverbs. Oh, I love the book of Proverbs. We study it as a family in our house. I was thinking today, you know, we have a unique version of a family altar at the Covington house. We don't just have... um, prayer time or a prayer around dinner table and so forth, we get together and we study Proverbs. And um, we just have a great time doing it. The kids love it. Uh, Even us adults, we get a lot out of it. And There's so much wisdom in the book of Proverbs. You know, Proverbs was written by Solomon, the wisest man to ever live. And today we're in Proverbs 13. And there's just so much knowledge here that we can take from it. And I want you to think not just about this proverb, but also about the idea of studying Proverbs. Uh, I think that there's a certain way that you can study Proverbs. There's many ways that you could, but there's a certain way that you really kind of dig into each part of the sentence, and you really take your time with it. You kind of slow down and chew the cud, uh, as the Bible kind of instructs us to do. And uh, I think with the book of Psalms, you could really look at the praises that David brings in such a light that you can kind of slow down and meditate on those praises and think how you can kind of reiterate some of those praises or how you would put those praises, Giving them to God. And in Proverbs, we can do the same thing with David's son, with Solomon's writing here by the working of the Holy Spirit, uh, both as it was written and as the Holy Spirit allows us to discern what's written, we can kind of chew on it and help to kind of understand or think about what it can do to enlighten us, to help us in our daily walk. And oh, how we need that in this world today that is so burdened down and so uh, heavy laden with sin and so problem-filled and so scandal-filled, how we need wisdom. Oh, we should desire wisdom. We should pray and beg God for wisdom, just as Solomon did. And the Lord was just so merciful and so gracious and so abundantly giving it to Solomon, and he'll give you wisdom too as you get into the Word. So we're in Proverbs 13, and the first verse here says, or reads, a wise son heareth his father's instruction, but a scorner heareth not rebuke. A wise son heareth his father's instruction. So let's take this uh, one step at a time. I mean, first of all, a wise son heareth his father's instruction. If you are in a family and if you are a son of a father, especially a young son, you'd be wise to hear your father's instruction. Amen. It's important for children to obey their parents. I was at a store today, one of those big box stores, and there was a child that was... I'm guessing about 12 or 13 years of age that was literally screaming at his mother at the top of his lungs. I actually thought, um, you know, in the day and age we live in, I thought it was either a robbery Or I thought it was maybe some kind of violence happening or a a brawl. And I was watching the aisle because I was in the back of the store to see what was going to be coming my way. And this little 13-year-old kind of peach fuzz kid comes trotting out. And that was the voice of all the problems. And then the mom behind him looked at me and just kind of said to herself, I don't know why I had kids. And my heart goes out to that mom because... Anyone that has kids knows sometimes kids will be disobedient. Oftentimes they'll be disobedient. And we see here that what was happening in Bible times is still happening today. Here it says, A wise son heareth his father's instruction. Well, it wouldn't be so unique to put it in the book of Proverbs if it wasn't, you know, something. I mean, if it was something that was happening all the time in Bible times, it wouldn't be uh, worthy of the book of Proverbs. So clearly it wasn't happening then as it doesn't happen now as that young man who really needed a good uh, taken over there to the woodshed. And I know better than anybody that uh, there is... You know, the teachers, when I used to be a teacher, the teachers would always say, when you saw a problem in a student, it typically was resulting in a problem in the household. And so who knows what's going on there? Please pray for that family. God knows. He knows exactly what's going on, and he allowed me to see it. I believe to preach on it tonight. A wise son, heareth his father's instruction. You know, it's one thing we can kind of nod our heads. We might, uh, you know, hear or listen uh, kind of in the way that goes in one ear out the other, or go ahead and get it over with, like bitter medicine but we need to hear as children. We need to hear our parents. We need to understand that that parent has an intention for you that is good, amen, that is to rear you up in the right way, that is to prepare you for life. And some of us, we don't know when we'll be without our parents. We don't know. For me, it was early in life as a teenager. I was without my parents. I was living in uh, a foster home uh, my senior year of high school due to circumstances that were beyond my control, amen? And so that rearing up that I had from my parents, it had to kick in quite early in my life. Maybe you have also experienced that, or maybe you're dealing with that now. But as a child, we must listen to our parents and hear that instruction, because here we see the other part of it here in verse 13. A wise son heareth his father's instruction, but, and as the Proverbs often do, there's a but or a flip side to this, but a scorner heareth not rebuke. A scorner heareth not rebuke. So one is to hear the father's instructions, that's the wise one, and a scorner, they won't hear the rebuke. What does scorner mean? It's a person who expresses contempt or disdain for something or someone, a person who expresses contempt or disdain for someone or something. Uh, You know, when we see here contempt or disdain, man, that would be someone that doesn't respect you. That would be a child that doesn't respect the parent. That would be a child that didn't want to hear what the parent was saying. And as we understand this proverb, you know, in the beginning, it just says, a wise son heareth his father's instruction. You think instruction, does that mean like the instruction, hey, go down the street To get some eggs, does that mean instruction, how to put together this furniture? But then we see clearly here the latter part of the verse, but a scorner here is not rebuke. When we're hearing instruction here, when we're seeing instruction in this verse, it clearly means rebuke. It means to tell a son when they have done something wrong, and the wise one will hear that and listen to it, right? And a scorner, those with disdain or contempt for their parent, they will not hear it. Now, I want you to think for a minute What happens to that child that does not hear their parent's rebuke, that ignores their parent? Inevitably, they will repeat that same mistake, right? So if they don't hear the parent and they don't listen to the parent, they are apt to repeat that same mistake. Well, let me bring this into our spiritual walk. When we don't listen to God, what happens to us? We trip up and fall. And if we continuously ignore God's instruction— we will continuously trip up and fall. Now you say, Brother Clark, where's God's instruction? Well, that's in the Word, amen. That's the Bible. And so a wise son heareth his father's instruction. A wise son gets into God's Word, amen. When we are born again, we are born again into the family of God. We are adopted into the family of God. Uh, we become full heirs to the throne, amen? As I understand this word of adoption, it means literally full heirs by choice of the one that adopted us, to be fully part of that family. When I was in that foster home, I wasn't adopted. I was uh, an orphan child, so to speak. I was just living there. I was not there uh, of. I didn't share their last name. Uh, you know, when those folks uh, are, are pass on, uh, I will not inherit anything from that family. I won't. I wasn't part of that family. But when we get saved, Amen. When we get born again, guess what, Amen? Woo! we get part of the family. We become part of the family. Uh, the, the Bible says uh, that we. are co-heirs with Christ. We are co-laborers with Christ and co-heirs with Christ. We are uh, his brother. We are brothers and sisters in Christ. We are part of the heavenly family. It's hard to imagine that we go from such a low place of sinner headed for hell, and we just have faith. That's all we do. We just have faith, and we're saved and born again, and we enter into the kingdom, amen? I can say that in present tense, enter into the kingdom because once we're saved, guess what? Our name is written down in the Lamb's book of life, never to be blotted out, never to be erased. That means that once we're saved, our place in heaven is secure. We believe in eternal security here on the KJV Cafe program. We believe that the Bible richly explains that once saved, always saved, that Christ died one time for all, for all time, amen? And so once we accept Jesus Christ as Savior, when we truly mean it in our hearts, when we uh, when we understand what Christ did on the cross for us, that he died for our sins and was buried three days and was miraculously resurrected from the grave by God himself, amen, and walked the earth 40 days and 40 nights and was seen by over 500 and ascended up into heaven and is at the right hand of the Father. When we believe that is true and we trust in Jesus the Savior and Lord, we are secure in our salvation. We become sons to the Father, amen and a wise son heareth his father's instruction. So if we are to be wise, and we know that the beginning of all wisdom is to fear God. So first we need to fear God, which means we need to reverence him enough to believe he is who he says he is, and he's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. But at the same time, We need to get into his word and seek to understand it. We need to hear our father's instruction. Do you know your father, your heavenly father, has a lot of instructions for you? Do you know Jesus himself in the Bible says, if you love me, you'll keep my commandments. God has commandments for us. People like to think that the commandments are somehow outdated, that somehow there's this new progression of thought that leads you to some elevated position in life that doesn't have to do with God's commandments. That's a perversion. The devil has done that to pervert God's word and to keep people in the bondage of sin and the oppression of sin. But guess what? There's a better way. When we get into God's word, we understand his word, we get on fire for God, we start living for him. We start living like he is real because he is. And we start living like he is on the throne in our lives because he is, and he deserves to be. Then We are wise and we are made whole. We are given peace that surpasses all understanding. We are given uh, just so many blessings, uh, again, that you can't even quantify by just walking with God. Guess what? God's word keeps you out of trouble, amen? Ask someone that's gotten into big trouble by breaking God's word what God's word would do for them if they had stayed out of that, that trouble, amen? And they'll tell you a lot. There are many people that have lost a, 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 a relationship or a job or many other things because they've steered away from God's word or they veered away from God's word. But when we get close to God's word and we hear his, under, his, his instruction and we understand it, we're blessed. And the other side of this is a scorner, one that can has contempt for God, that has disdain for God, they hear not the rebuke. They will not hear God's rebuke. And is that not the sinner today? Is that not the rebellious sinner today that is in this world that refuses to give God his due, that refuses to acknowledge who God is, because there's groups of people that say, oh, well, I don't know who God is. Well, please, you're not even thinking about it. You're being willfully ignorant, because guess what? The Bible says the stars, the moon, the sun, all of it testifies to God's glory. Nature testifies to God's glory. You know, when I knew God was real, well, from a young age, I had a a stirring conviction in my heart, but I'll tell you what, my freshman year of college, I got into astronomy class, and they put up on the board all the different stars and how they all worked a certain way and the moon and the sun and how all the rotation worked and how it all perfectly fit. And I just, my jaw dropped and I said to myself, there is a God there is a God. That whole universe testifies to him. Amen. I didn't even know the scripture. I just saw that and I said, God, God is absolutely real. 1000%. Even though I've been conditioned in the world for so many years, in these liberal colleges for so many years, I, my mind had been conditioned to say, oh, I need to question this. And oh, there could be many. No, there is one God. Amen. And his name is Jesus Christ. And yes, we've got the Holy Trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. But Jesus Christ is the one that took your sin on his shoulders and died on the cross on Mount Calvary to save you and to save me. Oh, what a glorious thing he did for us. Oh, how I could preach on that all day long. I love the Lord here today. I love the Lord. I thank God for all he's done for me and my family and for this ministry. And I'll tell you the truth. If you love God, you'll hear him out. If you love God, you'll search him out in the word. If you love God, you'll seek him out. You'll seek him out. You'll want to serve him. You'll want to live for him. You won't treat him with contempt and disdain, Uh, I heard a preacher one time say that many will go to hell because not because they don't believe in God, but because they don't love him, they hate him, they're rebellious. And sadly, I believe that's true. The gnashing of teeth could be their anger towards God as they burn. Don't let that be you. Turn to God. Get your heart right with God. Listen to God. Don't hold contempt. Don't hold disdain. He will carry you through if you turn to him. Turn to him today before it's eternally too late. Thank you so much. God bless and take care.